housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> it's going to happen sooner or later. Welcome to A More Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm C. And I'm Paul. All right, let's start off with a bit of housekeeping. Um, did you want to talk about the Apple stuff? or Housekeeping! Housekeeping! <laughs> it's going to happen sooner or later. It's going to happen. Um, yes, we are... En route to being an Apple podcast. So uh, it, we are in that limbo phase where they have to evaluate us to make sure we have our fingers and toes and do their presumably monthly dance during the full moon and uh, determine that we are mm-hmm. okay to be on their network. So uh, keep an eye out. We are coming to Apple soon. Yes. Hopefully next week we'll be able to say, check us out on Apple. Exactly. That would be cool. Uh, one interesting episode stat I kind of saw as I was going through, because we are now up to, this is episode eight. So I don't know, that's kind of cool. Uh, but I did see, uh, the one, one interesting, uh, stat that seems to come out with each episode or identify with each episode is the ones where I host or I do the driving, as we like to say, uh, or the longer ones, (laughs) the one where Paul hosts, (laughs) they're shorter and more efficient. So <laughs> apologies to everybody, or you're welcome, everybody. I don't know which way you go on this. Yeah, okay. let us know which you prefer. <laughs> yeah. If yes. we should go longer, you know, we can do that. Yeah. Our goal was around a half hour just to because uh we figured it would be a good good target and you know would keep people entertained. But if you want to hear more from us, that's not a problem too. As you can tell, we don't mind talking. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that very much suits your personalities too. So it's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm of the school of why say in two words, but you can say in twenty. <laughs> so let's get to the recap. <laughs> we are in week eight. Um, so let's talk about the game leading into week eight. The Union travel to Cincinnati. Um, going can I just into say, I really do like the Cincinnati color combo. That blue and yes. orange is pretty cool. Yep. I even said that if we didn't have our own team, this would be definitely be Eric's team because that's your color. That's the color too. palette right there, yeah. the blue and orange. And hey, you know it's Noel's cheer, cheer uh, Jim's team. Oh, that's right, yeah. colors as well. Yeah, that is true. And the Garmin team used to have uh, blue and orange as their colors. Well, now we're crossing into sport, other sports yeah. genres. Yeah, other well, other obscure sports genres. It's a, it's a sports multiverse crossover. Um, <laughs> so going into uh, week eight or. I guess was it yeah week seven? It's week, week seven. seven. Yes, right. so we're in week eight, but we're going to talk about week seven real quick. So going into game seven <laughs> or week quick. seven, uh, Union were in eighth place. Uh, our record two, three, and one. Cincinnati, impressive first place. Um, going into the game, uh, their record was four zero oh, and two. Um, and well, spoiler, I guess right. No, this game did not go according to plan. Um, yeah. Um, one of my lines here on my notes, I just wrote grr. <laughs> so, but Hey, at least, you know, Blake got another start, you know, he's yes. getting a little healthier. They still are smart not to make him take any free kicks. Um, Wagner once again, missed. So they put 
was it Harriel out left this time instead Mm -hmm. of uh, Real, Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Real. It was, it was neat Harriel. And then it was, it was still Glessness and Elliot in the middle and and Mbizo outright. Yeah. And then was it this week that they rolled out the Christmas tree? The five, three, two was this week. Yeah. Oh, this was the, this was the five, three, two. Yes, a five three. So the defenders was Real, Hariel, Elliot, Glesnes, and that's Bizo. right. That's right. I'm I'm blur. I blurred it. And then they, that's right. And then the midfield three was Bedoya, Martinez, and Flock. No, it was Bueno, mm. Martinez, and Flock. That's right. He sat Bedoya. He brought yeah. him in later yes. in the game. Yeah, Bueno's first MLS start. Oh, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I feel like we're playing a trivia or a quiz yeah, here. Yeah, uh, man, I, my, uh, can you tell? I should have, I should have boned up on the game. <laughs> just wanted, just well, I think to it just goes to happened. show how utterly different it was, and 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 it, I mean, I won't want to cut it's break the flow here, but but apparently, uh, Jim did say he was very nervous about this the starting lineup and changing it up as drastically as he did. But go ahead, yeah, that's right. Finish, finish, your, finish what you were talking. About. No, I was just saying, up top, Paul. I'll just I, I'm looking at my notes here. We had Sullivan and Donovan up top. That's what it was. So uh, I like to think of that as um, the Boondock Saint up front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, no. But uh, yeah, this is Elliot was back, so he was out last game because of yellow cards. I want to say it was that. Yeah. Yeah. It was some kind of penalty. Yeah. It wasn't an injury. Yeah. Also, kudos to Cincinnati. They had a attendance of over 25,000 at this game. And it was definitely um, a, a very uh, enthusiastic crowd. So it was good to see that. I mean, not that they don't. It's just it's always cool to see a big crowd show up sure. at games. Um, and then also I want to point out the ref was Ted Uncle again. Uh, yeah. He was the ref for the first uh, St. Louis home game and also... Again, talk about crossovers, uh, just reference to our Uncle Ted. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into uh, the game. Um, <laughs> who, wants, <laughs> who wants to start? <laughs> if you don't have something nice to say, don't say yeah. anything at all. It's kind of what I feel like. And, you know, it. it I will say, you know, in, in, they did do a really good job defending, you know, the... Depending on who you asked, it was either three five two or five three two. I definitely felt like it was more on the defensive side, mm-hmm. and um, despite the fact that I didn't remember the formation completely and who was in where, it definitely looked very defensive in the first sixty minutes of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like they just were doing a good job um, stopping any any buildup. And anything that came close, they were able to snuff out before it got dangerous. Uh, I, I mean, I'm trying to remember if Blake even really saw more than two shots in the first half. Uh, no. According to the, the stats, he only faced two shots in the first half. No. Um, I remember when we were watching this, Christy, we were saying how I didn't feel – a sense of panic or urgency or anything like that in the first half. I just felt like, you know, they were, there was a a certain level of confidence I felt they had, at least for me, as I was watching them, um, you know, cause I feel like Cincinnati would attack. And like you said, Paul, with that, those five guys in the back, they were kind of diffuse the attack and then, you know, push back or, you know, try to do a quick transition or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, the first half I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, we're in this. Uh, I'm I'm feeling confident, you know, or at least I'm not worried. But Cincinnati definitely had the majority of the ball time in the first half, uh, which is not anything that the Union can't handle. In fact, I think most games this season, the Union have not had the the bulk of the possession, which um, I think suits their playing style. Um, but it was really lopsided in the first half because I have the possession here at 75% uh, Cincinnati. Wow. They, to me, looked stronger uh, in this game than versus Kansas City. They look, I mean, looked more, stronger, maybe not quite the word, but the uh, more together. Uh, and definitely were, you know, if they lost the ball, they were getting it back. They were making, I don't know, they, they just looked like they had it together more for be, especially for being not the usual guys mm-hmm. who were out there. I mean, I'm sure they play all sorts of things in practice, but for not being the people who are usually starting the actual games, league games, um, they looked stronger. And honestly, my impression was once they brought in the stalwarts, things started going downhill. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it was just that, you know, reversal of, uh, but that's, that's, that's when things went sideways. I'm speaking broadly when I say that, mm-hmm. but that was really when bad things started to happen. Yeah. Well, I think part of that wasn't, uh, I, I'm not so sure I'm putting it on, you know, the fact that they brought in stalwarts that, you know, you're talking about the sub where they brought in, Gajdog, Bedoya, Ura. Um, yeah, I'm not blaming those guys to be clear, no. uh, and yeah. not in any way. I'm just that it was just a timing I noticed. That's all. Well, I think part of the reason for that was they had been playing so defensively the first 60 minutes, mm. and now they got half of their team pushing up the field trying to find a game winner, and there there was more of a disconnect between the defense and the attack. Okay. And, and so, you know, that opened the game up. Yeah. It's it's not unlike what we kind of saw with Atlas, whereas, you know, once once one team decides to push for a goal, the other team starts finding opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of goals, do we want to talk about that goal? Because this, this was another weird, this wasn't as this wasn't another double VAR situation, but um oh. Yes. Right, because um, um, Acosta was coming in. Um, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Blake came out and kind of dove at him to kind of sweep the ball away from him and, and took out Acosta. But the um, the the ball, I guess Acosta still got the pass off. Um, um, someone, uh, Cincinnati player, took a shot. Glesnes, uh blocked it, and then it deflected to another Cincinnati player, who then put it in the net and scores. But then. The ref was signaling for um, a foul, um, and I think it went to yeah. It did go to VAR, and then they ruled it. Um, I guess denial of a. I, I don't know what the exact call was. It was denial of a so, scoring opportunity. Blake, no, because if it was that, it would have been a red card for Blake. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Yeah, it was just a foul. A foul. Uh, Blake was called for a foul on Acosta in the box, which because when he came out. To make a play on it, he never actually touched the ball. He just took Acosta out. That was my question, then, because I was expecting a card coming out, but a card did not come out. Correct. Which I was really surprised. So, 
Um, yeah, and and you know, I was almost I didn't even hear the whistle. I almost uh-uh. I almost felt like why bother even playing the penalty kick? Just let the let the let the play the results stand. Yeah, and actually, that's one of my things that one of the questions that kind of bubbled up in my head. Like, can a ref just allow that play to continue and let that score stand? And does the ref have discretion to call it either way? Or when the foul happens and you call it, you have to just now. I think if you're being absolutely by the book, he handled it correctly. Mm-hmm. Is it a little absurd? Yes. Um, but if the whistle had gone, whether anybody heard it or not, doesn't matter. If a tree falls in the forest, <laughs> if a referee blows his whistle in the forest, uh, no, but I, that's that's what I'm thinking. I think literally, letter of the law, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Was it absurd in the game? A bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was in our favor in that it gave us a chance not to have that goal stand. Right. Um, yeah. Yes. And Blake did dive the right direction. Yes. It even looked like he grazed it, yeah. possibly. Think, it was hard, a little hard to see, obviously. Yeah, I think but... you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that put Cincinnati up one. Um, and then, um, kind of echoing a sentiment we've mentioned over previous episodes, um, Cincinnati then subbed in two former uh, union yep. players, uh, Santos and Ray Gaddis. Um, and they did make a comment that Gaddis is still the all-time uh, minutes leader for the union. <laughs> still, still, yeah. Still. And he has he hasn't been with us for at least like two years, all last season and this season, right? Right. Yep. He um, said Alley is coming up the curve, but I don't know if yeah. he'll beat him or not. But, so. but this just dovetails with the uh, that idea we've kicked around in previous weeks, and that is only the union can beat the union, and so. Cincinnati took that to heart and like, okay, let's get our union players on the field. I did say when he came in, if Ray scores, we riot, but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, super happy for him, but not happy that when he finally scores, it's against against us. Yeah. No, but so, I mean, it, it did look like a very good, you know, defensive game. And, um, you know, Jim wanted the win and, and, yeah. and I don't blame him. Um, you know, it made some good attacking substitutes, substitutions. You kind of would have hoped it uh, would have been enough. But, you know, once again, we kind of see the power of Martinez. They, I, I can't remember if Martinez was subbed out at the time of the goal or before that. Um, but uh, When was he subbed out? He was subbed out right after. Oh, okay. Uh, and Carranza came in. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't I wasn't real impressed with Donovan and Sullivan up top beforehand. I mean, they were certainly running a lot. You couldn't blame them for the effort, but mm-hmm. they just didn't seem to get on the ball as much as Carranza and Aura d- tend to do. So, you know, kind of disappointing. There's a lot of, uh, um, and this is anecdotal, but there's a lot of online chatter. Uh, people are not fond of Donovan. And I don't know if it's fair or unfair. Um, I really don't. Uh, but that there seems to be a why are you putting this guy in thing? I haven't noticed anything egregious, but I haven't noticed anything that made me think, gee, he's swell either. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I, I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know what to say about that. Just a sort of a note for the group. Yeah, I've read some some comments like that as well. And, and I, I, I would say that not, I mean. Of the four of them, Carranza, Ura, Sullivan, and Donovan, I would put Donovan in fourth. 
um, you know, Sullivan just tends to be a little more willing to get on the ball and take people on. And while that may not always be what you want out of your forward, at least he's confident and, and willing to attack. Um, Donovan seems to make a lot of runs, but I don't necessarily feel like they're the right runs because mm. he doesn't end up on the end of passes, it feels like. And that's just kind of what I've seen. Because, yeah, I don't understand why people would be down on him. I think he's still really young and he's still learning. So he could become really good. I mean, there's he, he's playing professional soccer. So there's a reason why he's there. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and hope that something comes out of it. Now, would I trade him for Burke? Yes. You know, <laughs> if I could get Corey Burke back, yes. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. He's the George McFly of the Philly Union. He really does look like Chris Penglover oh. to me. <laughs> and so we're just waiting for his son to come back from the future and give him a little more confidence so he can yeah. <laughs> score some goals. Uh, once again, Christy wins the quote competition. Uh, no, I know, I know. I, I, okay. So this was the game, and then uh, I, I kind of lost it. I kind of lost patience with this season and it's not at anyone in particular. I'm just frustrated and I'm sure I'm far from the only one. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's foolhardy to think that because we did well last season, we will do well this season. It's like, um, you know, the uh, past performance is not an indicator of future Games or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I I did kind of turn into the Madeline Kahn character from Clue a little bit and just start screaming Mm -hmm. at the television for no reason. And uh, I I, I just, yeah, I I lost patience. And I'm also losing patience with the fact that we're running this um, other, that this other competition is happening. Champions League. Uh, Thank you. I always space on the name. Um, Champions League is running at the same time. I... Don't I literally don't know, so I could be wrong, but I kind of want us to flop out of that. Out of Champions League, yes, and and it is you know potentially controversial opinion because I know I, I was reading um um uh, it was brotherly game they just changed your name to Philly Soccer now I believe um and uh, they had the other opinion like well at least we're doing well in that and that's that's the important part and I'm like really so maybe I don't understand but. I I can remember hearing about um, English teams having to play, you know, in Europa or Champions League at the same time and how it could be very draining for their season. And I Mm -hmm. kind of, in my opinion, that's what's happening now. And in my opinion, I'd rather see us do well in the season. On the flip side, 60% of the teams are going into the um, uh, playoffs this year, 62%. So... And it's early days. Yeah. So there's that. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced about the importance of this other. I mean, I always like to see the union win, but I just I almost feel like I'd like them to not have to worry about that so they can concentrate on the season. Yeah. That's an opinion, but that's no, also no, a I, I actually kind of <laughs> I kind of agree with that. I, I um I posted on Philly soccer page in the in the match review. It was like we're now seven or twenty percent of the way into the season. We're seven games into a 34-game season, and we have two wins, a draw, and four losses. And now four, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I get it. It's early, but I agree. I expected the union to be doing better this season than Mm -hmm. they did last season. I expected that bringing everybody back 
would mean we wouldn't have this early season malaise where people couldn't connect with each other and didn't understand where they were running. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I expected, yeah, nobody, I, I, I should say, I didn't necessarily expect all of the attacking pieces to be hitting at the same time, but I did not expect all of them to not be hitting at the same time. Um, you know, like the first game, we got off to a great start. Carranza and Gajdog both got two goals. Yes, Gajdogs yeah. were two from the spot, which I wasn't crazy about, but Carranza certainly looked at dangerous. Um, and then um, Aura got two goals in the um, the game we lost three to two uh, against, was that Miami? I can't remember now. But, you know, he got two goals in that game. So I was hopeful that that was a turnaround for him. Mm-hmm. And those guys have, you know, Carranza and Grazdrag haven't scored since the first week. Aura's only two goals were in that second week or that one game. And then mm-hmm. other than that, Torres has one against the Fire and Perea has one against Orlando. Um, and, and that's it. I, uh, there's, like Bedoya hasn't, I think he's had like three shots all season. I mean, Flock has almost that many shots, and Martinez, I think, has that many shots. And it's, yeah, it's very frustrating. And I get it. Yes, there's still 80% of the season to go. There's still, you know, 27 games of the season plus the CCL. But like going into Atlas at Guadalajara with a one goal lead, I don't think That's they're going to defend that. Like so I'm much. hoping, I'm hoping they will. I'm hoping that it's a two-one game in Guadalajara and yeah. we win it on away goals. But am I confident on that? No. Yeah. Um. So you know, maybe you're right, Christy. Maybe that will be. You know, they crash out of that. They spend a, a two weeks to recover from CCL hangover, and then we get back to actually playing well in the league, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of one of the thoughts that was going through my head after this Cincinnati loss was, um, yeah, at the beginning of the season, everybody, you know, was picking Philly as a contender for MLS Cup. And, right. uh, you know, people say that, you know, when they come to Philly, they they got to bring their A game and all that. And after this Cincinnati game, and, you know, it's funny, it's it's not that, you know, you, I kind of want to sum it up like in one superlative like did we play well and lost did we play badly and lost it's like well we just didn't play it just wasn't good i don't know it's 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 a poor way of describing a game but you know we just it was what it was i guess it wasn't that great but anyway after watching this game i'm like you know what i mean teams like i'm wondering are teams starting to look at the union as you don't have to take us as seriously now you know we're we're, we're not we're off to a tepid start mm-hmm. um you know, and I said, like, you know, our team's not taking us seriously now. It's like, it's Philly not taking itself seriously now. You know, I, it, it's, um, you know, the whole thing about everyone knows the union's playbook, right? And that when they come, you know, they, they kind of have to play their best. Well, it feels like it's starting to feel like everybody knows what we're going to do. So it's kind of for me, ask the question, like, so what do we have to do going forward? Like, what would we like to see in terms of, Mm-hmm. like so do we need to see something new or is it just we need to give this some time for for the plan to congeal I, I don't know i don't know yeah i mean it's an interesting point in that you know last year we just always rolled out that 442 you know every game almost it was the same thing um and, and, and you know the team got guffed for not being not not trying anything different well maybe this was part of the reason why we didn't try anything different because they weren't really good at doing those other things and 
I, 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 I don't know. Um, I, it's, I just know that I'm, I'm feeling frustrated that they're not getting yep. the goals. Yep. Like if we were, if don't get me wrong, I love a good defensive game. I love a good, uh, I love, you know, when the defense really is owning the game and not embossing the other team around, that's wonderful. Uh, you know, it's, it's really an interesting and fun way to watch a game. Um, like, I don't know, like the union are generating opportunities, attacking opportunities. The ball is getting up the field. It's getting into dangerous spots, but for some reason or another, they just seem like they can't make that final shot. They can't mm-hmm. get that ball off their feet in time, mm-hmm. except for Carranza's like, you know, like that, in that first game where he basically like twisted himself in a pretzel, reaching backwards with his feet to bounce it off the ground, past the keeper. I mean, that was amazing. And and that and that run that that Torres slotted it you know right through the defense for him to run onto was amazing, but except for those, there really haven't been maybe like two or three other opportunities that have been that exciting. Yeah, uh, and, and you know then you you had like, like in this last one game there was a great layoff to Bueno and he ran onto it and then he just put it right over the net. Yeah. And, and I do agree with you what you said earlier. Like I really didn't feel worried yeah. about Cincinnati. Like I never felt like the game was going to get away from the Union, and I felt like there was a goal there for them to get, but they just didn't for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean the the end of the game or towards the end of the game, um, when when our starters were being subbed in, um, you know they were generating opportunities you know uh right. even bodoya got a shot on goal which is not typical uh for you know tournament events for bodoya um but yeah it's just that that final touch that final shot that, you know just to finish i you know it's frustrating yeah i agree it's frustrating so i don't know, I don't know. so should we talk about the game tomorrow night but like, <laughs> yeah um well let, let's just wrap up so the Cincinnati game ends one nil um the possession i noticed too the the union at the end of the game the total possession was only 35 percent, which was fairly low i mean union goes low on, on possession but mm-hmm. that was very low the other stat i noticed too there was only um eight shots each team only had eight shots that's not even on goal that's just eight shots and that's the lowest shot count for the union all season so it wasn't even that they were missing it's just they just weren't necessarily even getting the shots off Mm. Um, but the union did outshoot Cincinnati on goal shots, uh, four to two. Um, so yeah, frustrating game. Yeah. Frustrating game. Yeah. Oh, well, one little silver lining. I'll just mention this because I liked it. This was in the first half. Oh, sorry. Second half. It was in the second half, uh, 50 at the 50th minute. Martinez got, uh, taken, taken out someone, um, Oh, that's what he lunged for the ball. That's right. So, yeah, so Martinez lunged for the ball, and he kind of pulled something on the inside of his thigh. But mm-hmm. uh, whoever player ninety three in Cincinnati, sorry, I don't, I don't know Didn't the name. The same. Yeah, but he was really attentive to Martina on the field, and he was signaling to the to the um, the medical guys, like giving them like, "Hey, you may want to sub this," you know. And he was kind of just kind of hovering around Martinez in a very charitable you know, know compassionate other. maybe they do know each other but i was like hey good on you cincinnati <laughs> <laughs> okay so coming up next uh we have the champions <laughs> champions league game tomorrow night um 
Union's going to be down at Atlas in Guadalajara, uh, Mexico. Uh, Union go into this game uh, 1-0. Um, this will be an aggregate game. <laughs> After the uh, game this weekend, <laughs> does anybody want to change your predictions <laughs> for the Atlas game tomorrow night? <laughs> well, I mean, I do think that the Union are going to roll out their their best lineup that they can they're going to play for the play for to play to win this um i don't know much about atlas's uh stadium but i got to imagine it's going to be loud it's going to have a lot of people you know a lot of fans there making a good amount of noise trying to really intimidate the union players plus i believe it's at altitude it's like four <laughs> four or five thousand feet up Yep. So I'm hoping that the union just headed straight down to Guadalajara right after the uh, Cincinnati game and have given their bodies a chance to acclimate. I heard so, that when they're flying down there, they're not even going to pressurize the plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm not going to change my, my guess. Uh, I, I still do think it'll be a one, one game. But it's probably a lot of rose-colored glasses, and, and you know, maybe a bit of alcohol involved in that decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're I'm gonna have a. Mine. All right, I, did I even give one? Did you I... said uh, the union's gonna win one nothing again and finish the 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 two game aggregate two nil. I'm changing it. Ooh, what do you think? I'm saying Atlas 2-0. Let's end this. Atlas, so they're gonna win 2-0 and take the union out, out of Champions League. Yep. I, I I know this is this is tunnel vision on my part. I'm tired of it. I it would be yes, it would be great if they could, but if this is just gonna keep sucking the life out of this season. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong mm-hmm. and they and I on, on all counts, but I'm gonna ruin Atlas 2-0. Okay, 2-0. Well, you know, a winning season. Has to there has to be a turnaround the, point the somewhere on this, aren't you? You are. <laughs> well, actually, I thought of that line before you gave your prediction. Okay. So I'm going to stick with it. But yeah, the, a winning season has to have a turnaround somewhere, and uh, maybe this is the week where it begins. I don't know. Uh, I, I had two two from last week. I do think the union is going to come out after that one nil loss at Cincinnati. That they're going to come out hitting. They're going to hit hard. Um, so I think they're going to go for the goals. Um, which maybe is not the best strategically now they say that out loud because they already are, they're already up one. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my two two. I think it's gonna be a, a slugfest. I hope it's a slugfest, to be honest. I, I want to see the yeah. union get into a, a street fight of a game where they're just both sides are just landing punches. Um right? I, I, to be fair, I would rather that sure. too. It's just yeah. I guess I'm I'm still a little angry. Yeah. Um so for the Champions League, so this game right now, so this against Atlas, this is quarterfinals? Correct. Quarterfinals. Okay, so then we'll go into semifinals. Well, against we go into the, semifinals. Winner, the winner of uh, LAFC and Vancouver. And they played the first leg of that match uh, in Vancouver. LAFC won 3 nothing. Yeah. That would be interesting if we get past Atlas and then we go up against LAFC, then I hope we just... That would be a different beast. I hope that yeah. revenge is its dish best served cold. All right. Well, our next, so aside from Atlas this week, our next MLS game coming up will be on Saturday. Uh, Union are going to be at Chicago. Um, it's at 8.30 p.m. on Saturday, just FYI. Also, uh, it's, well, 
I guess technically taxes are due on the 17th, yes. but traditionally it is tax day. Yes. Um, Chicago uh, is coming off of a 2-1 win against Minnesota. Uh, they are currently in sixth place with uh, two wins, one loss. And whoops, that is should read three draws, not six draws. So two, one, and three. Um, oh, is predictions? This, is, no, is this, this is the second time we're playing Chicago already? Yeah. No. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah. Because I, I, I start thinking about the lineup. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, Shabilko's with Chicago. Herbert's yeah. on Chicago. I was like, wait, didn't we already see these guys? And Kamara. I thought I thought Chicago oh, yeah. just played Columbus. Let me do a quick look. Yeah, double check. In my notes, I had them playing Minnesota. And it was 2-1. Maybe that was before this last match day because I believe they picked up Kai Kamara. Yeah. Yes. Kamara, I remember seeing, I watched part of the game. And, and I remember seeing Kamara on the field. Got, I think he got a goal in the in the last uh, last game. By Kamara is now with his tenth MLS team. Yeah, oh, basically, at some point, he's just going to end up playing all of his old teams oh. over amazing. and over and over again. Amazing. Yeah, you you called him sort of the journeyman, gun for hire. Yeah, he's a gun for hire. Yeah, and I I know he's getting a little long in the tooth, but. Uh, that guy oh, just I like, well, I like watching him. I've always, yeah, always enjoyed watching him play. At the beginning of the season, I honestly couldn't remember if we had had him at some point because he's nope. just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Chicago won two to one over Minnesota. So it was Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Columbus played DC. Okay. Well, do you want to any comments about the game or just jump into the predictions? Um, Kamara had two goals in that game. When when the Union played Chicago, um, when they were here uh, in Philly, gosh, come on, Brain. What was uh? I thought it was two to one win. That was the one where there was a red card. Uh, remember yeah, that was pretty players. early in the season where the soccer guys were bestowing many penalties and cards in our favor. Many boons, many boons. So someone obviously made the soccer gods upset. They should really stop that. Yeah. Ten yellow cards. That game had ten yellow cards? Yeah. Chicago, yes. Philly, one nothing. Philly won at oh, Super Park. That was the last minute, not not quite last minute Torres goal. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So that was that was <laughs> that was the one where my mother texted me not knowing I wasn't watching the game and said, When are they going to score? And then a few minutes later said, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the second uh Nancy reference so far? I think so. Um, so predictions, I guess. Let's just do that real quick. Um, so the union will have played in Mexico on Wednesday, and then um now they're gonna be in Chicago on Saturday. That's a lot. I'm gonna go zero zero. I'm gonna go for a nil-nil draw. Okay. I think if they win or lose, they're gonna be a bit of a hangover. So mm. I could see Jim rolling out a defensive lineup and being like, just don't let them score, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say one one because I don't know. I feel like I've been playing that one one card a lot, but man, I'm getting tired just talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'm gonna be optimistic. I'll go one nil Union, but I am abandoning. You might notice my two one without ever getting it. You know yeah. what that means, right? Yeah, they're gonna get two one. It's gonna That's rain right. two ones this week. Let's go. Let's That's go. Good. Let's hope so. 
All right, Alrighty. so that's that's the Chicago game. Uh, other topics, um, right? Kai Wagner is reported healthy again. Yeah, there was a quote from from Jim on the Union website saying that he's healthy now. Jim didn't promise whether or not that meant that he was back in the starting lineup for the Atlas game. Mm. Um, so we'll see what will happen, and I don't know if that's just because Jim wants to be conservative in his in his healing or mm. if he needs to get back to match fitness level i don't think that'd be match fitness but you never know yeah it's good i mean it's always uh, encouraging confidence building when uh guy is back in the lineup yeah uh, it's good to have him on the wing like that he provides um, a little a little attacking options too you know that left side gets pretty quiet without Ty running up that field at that mm-hmm. side because Flock doesn't bring a lot on the attack. Some, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need our attacking defender. Yeah. Uh, Generation Adidas Cup. Um, yeah. So, you know, despite what the union might be doing this year, at least the kids are, are winning lots of games. Um, the union, uh, they they sent a U15 squad and a U17 squad. And, you know, the one of the interesting things is that over the years, Generation Adidas Cup has drawn a lot of attention. Like, it's not just MLS clubs and, you know, a couple of Mexican clubs. I mean, Arsenal sent their kids. Wow. Real Madrid sent their kids. Wow. Uh, Manchester United, Manchester City. I mean, this is becoming a real top class competition for all of the big developmental clubs and the union had both of their you you know both of their teams their u15 and their u17 advanced to the finals it turned wow. out they, they you know both of their teams faced off yeah. against teams from austin yeah fc but um yeah apparently the union beat arsenal's uh club like four to one or something like that and nice. they, they beat I think it was River Plate, like six nothing. Uh, the U17s team only gave up two goals the entire se- entire uh, tournament, and Ooh. yeah, it was really well, really well played. Wow! Does anyone want a promotion to the actual main team? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, soon enough. I'm kidding. Yeah. I haven't lost the faith. I sound really cranky. I just. Yeah, uh, there's you know the, the term Negadelphia, you know, it, 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 we it's coined for a reason, right? Yeah, you know? right. Um, but at least they, they, you know, the U15s they made it to the finals. They um, had a lead, I think, in the final game, and then they lo- ended up going to PKs and losing in PKs. The U17 game game though, they actually won it. You know the the the, the for All the right. second time in the in the academy's history, the U seventeen team has won the big the big award for this tournament. Um, and we had two players named to the tournament best eleven. Um, one of them was a guy a kid named Kruger, and the other one was Quinn Sullivan's younger brother who by all accounts is, you know, if he makes, if he sticks around for, I think he's 14 now, if he sticks around for three more years and gets a shot at the union, that would actually surprise people. The expectation is he's going to be snapped up by one of the European clubs well before that, because apparently there was like a who's who of scouts from, from the different European clubs at the, at that final. And they were all commenting on Sullivan. Wow. His name's like Kavan Sullivan or something like that. Oh. I mean, this is 
for me, this is kind of one of the things I do. Well, one of many things I enjoy about the Philadelphia Union is this, the whole youth program they have. And just, it's, it's just turning into this pipeline of, of talent and, you know, either we develop our own players or we develop players to, you know, sell off to other teams. It's just this really nice resource that either generates players or, or money. And it feels like a, you know, a very sustainable approach to running a soccer team. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's really great to see. And then them just winning this, um, the Adidas cup is again, one more feather, one more check mark here of, yeah, keep going. I I wonder if other MLS clubs look at the union who didn't necessarily pursue a, a, a rigorous youth program. And they're now they're realizing that, you know, maybe that's a good way to go, but, Although with our standing, one can make the argument. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, we're, we are only seven games in. Still got some time here. It'll be interesting to see if more and more, if it, it, like if you're mm, sorry, if like you're saying the scouts are coming and watching, if more people get siphoned off before they make it to the union. Yeah. That well, yes, and the other thought is that if players know if they go through the union academy, they're going to get visibility. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to draw in other, you know, draw in players mm-hmm. uh, from a, from a wider, you know, more aggressive or better players. Basically, are going to show up for the academy because they know they're going to get looked at by other, uh, you know, bigger clubs, and you know that's going to be good for the union in the long term. Hopefully, hey, a little right. bit of good news. Hopefully, hopefully the uh, the main club will, main squad will come back with some good news as well after yeah. tomorrow night's game and then you know hopefully something good out of chicago as well yeah yeah i think i think we need some good news yeah we need something yeah yep. agreed as, okay. i don't know if chicago is still the second most po- polish populous uh city in the world but uh you know maybe we can get a smingus dingus celebration going uh, <laughs> next <weekend>. <laughs> <laughs> okay well Anything else we want to talk nope. about? I think we've covered it. All right. Well, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, we have plenty of ways you could do that. Um, we have our website, amorephillyunion.com. You can email us at pod at amorephillyunion.com. We're on Twitter, amorephillyu. Instagram and YouTube is amorephillyunion. Um, you can get us us on the podcast anywhere you get your podcast and hopefully apple's coming shortly once we hear back from them uh so however you listen to us make sure you what do you say subscribe like notify whatever spread the word and uh press all the buttons mash all those buttons so thanks for tuning into another episode of a more philly union we are your hosts i'm eric i'm c and i'm paul Go With as few transgressions as possible. Transgressions? Transgressions. <laughs> All right, should I redo that? No. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Transgressions.